Hi, this is Vivian Tong, Head of U.S. Investor Relations at Grab. Welcome to the Grab and Altimeter Capital Investor Webcast. I would like to remind everyone that the information discussed today is entirely qualified by the disclaimers in the investor presentation included on this Form 8K filed today by Altimeter Growth Corporation, which may be accessed on the SEC's website or at www.grab.com investors. A few items from the disclaimers to highlight are, first, during this presentation, we will be making certain forward-looking statements, including, but not limited to, projections or estimates about future performance, industry outlook, and the proposed business combination. These are inherently subject to risks, uncertainties, and other factors that could cause actual facts or results to differ from these forward-looking statements. Second, Grab's 2018, 2019, and 2020 historical financial data included in this presentation are subject to updates based on completion of an ongoing PCAOB audit. Grab's quarterly financial data included in this presentation has not been reviewed or audited and is subject to further review and updates. Third, in today's presentation, we may refer to certain non-IFRS financial measures. The definitions and limitations of these non-IFRS financial measures are also available in the investor presentation. Accordingly, please refer to the complete investor presentation, which we have posted to Grab's investor relations site and filed for more information. You should not put undue reliance on these types of statements and data. Grab and Altimeter Growth Corporation are under no obligation and expressly disclaim any obligation to update, alter, or otherwise revise any forward-looking statements or other information, whether as a result of new information, future events, or otherwise, except as required by law. Please review the Form 8K file today, which also includes a copy of our press release and the investor presentation for additional information. Additional information is available on the Grab Investor Relations website at www.grab.com investors. Altimeter Growth Corporation will also be filing a current report on Form 8K, which will include a copy of the business combination agreement and the investor presentation with the Securities and Exchange Commission available at www.sec.gov. For today's presentation, we have the Senior Management Team at Grab, Anthony Tan, Co-Founder and CEO of Grab, Ming Ma, President, and Peter Oe, CFO, as well as Brad Gerstner, Founder and CEO of Altimeter Capital Management. Let me provide a quick overview of the proposed transactions. Upon consummation of the proposed transactions, Grab will become a publicly listed company through its business combination with Altimeter Growth Corporation, which is a NASDAQ-listed SPAC. We have commitments from pipe investors of $4 billion in the aggregate at a pro forma equity value of $39.6 billion. Altimeter Capital Management and its affiliates have agreed to provide an anchor commitment of $750 million. In addition, Altimeter Growth Corporation will provide $500 million of cash currently held in trust upon the consummation of the business combination, assuming no redemptions by its shareholders. With that, I will turn it over to Brad to begin the call. Thank you, Vivian, and thank you to everyone for joining us today. I'm thrilled to be here with Anthony, Ming, and Peter, who will share more about Grab's business and the opportunity. But before I turn this over to this incredible team, let me just reiterate 
Altimeter's commitments as Grab's long-term partner. For those of you who don't know Altimeter, we are a venture and public company investors with a long track record of helping visionary founders build iconic companies, disrupt markets, and improve lives through all stages of growth. I've worked on over 100 IPOs and invested in such market-leading companies as Snowflake, Uber, Zillow, ByteDance, C-Limited, Pinduoduo, Roblox, Booking.com, and many more. Now, Altimeter is not in the SPAC business. Rather, we're in the business of being expert partners and investors in the world's best internet and software companies. And Altimeter Capital Markets powers some of the world's best IPOs to help world-class companies step into the public market. And Grab is one of them. Grab is an iconic, founder-led, mission-driven company. To us, the Grab Super app is a combination of some of the best mobility, food delivery, and financial services businesses you see globally, all in one app that's beloved in Southeast Asia. It fuels daily consumer interactions and also empowers millions of people in one of the fastest growing regions in the world with the ability to earn an income. So we're thrilled to be leading the Grab IPO, investing $750 million alongside some of the world's best institutional public market shareholders, including Fidelity, Morgan Stanley Investment Management, T. Rowe Price, Nuveen, and Malaysia's PNB, among many, many others. And we have agreed to lock up our sponsor promote shares for three years. We are 100% aligned with Grab's core values, and we've pledged at least 10% of these shares to the Grab for Good Fund to support economic empowerment in Southeast Asia. So that's it. Together we step into the public markets and embark on the next leg of this important journey to help people live better lives and help entrepreneurs make a living. We are committed to offering founders better, fairer, and faster alternatives for their companies to enter the public markets, and we are honored to be on this journey with Grab. Now I'm pleased to introduce you to the co-founder and CEO of Grab, Anthony Tan. Thanks so much, Brad. It gives us immense pride to become a representative of Southeast Asian companies on the global public markets. With what is expected to be one of the largest U.S. public listings for a Southeast Asian tech company to date. We've been focused on Southeast Asia since day one because we believe deeply in this region's potential. And a step we're able to take today is validation there isn't a more exciting place to be in today than Southeast Asia. We believe we're in a great position to go public. Despite COVID-19, we've come out of 2020 stronger than ever, demonstrating the resilience of our business. We achieved GMV of 12.5 billion and adjusted net revenues of 1.6 billion in 2020, surpassing pre-pandemic levels. We've grown rapidly and consistently while keeping our focus on ensuring the long-term sustainability of our business. Going public now will give us win in our sales to accelerate our mission, our mission of empowering everyday entrepreneurs and bringing financial inclusion to the millions of unbanked and underbanked in our region. At the very same time, maintaining our focus on building a sustainable business for the long term. 
We evaluated the various options of going public and had been preparing for this journey to become a public company for over a year now. And through that process, we met Altimeter and it became very clear that partnering with them was the best course for the company to go public. And we believe they are the right long-term partner for us. And we chose to partner with Brad specifically and the Altimeter team because of several reasons. One, they truly believe in our long-term vision and have committed to making a sizable investment in our future, which includes a lockup of their sponsor promote shares. Two, we share deep common values. They believe in our mission and want to help us have a broader impact in the world. They committed to supporting our Grab for Good Fund, which seeks to uplift our partners and a broader community in Southeast Asia with programs that will provide a foundation for social and economic mobility and opportunities to improve their quality of life. And this is very meaningful to us. Altimeter has what it takes to help us grow our business. Brad and the team have experience in building businesses. They have been where we are and they have the wisdom that comes with direct founder operator experience. And we value that. So we're incredibly excited about a road ahead of us. And we believe we can play a central role in the digital transformation of Southeast Asia. We exist to drive Southeast Asia forward by creating economic empowerment for everyone. And we will further our mission through this transaction. Grab was born out of a desire to create a truly unique Southeast Asian enterprise with a double bottom line. One that would deliver shareholder returns and social impact at the same time. We started Grab to offer consumers a convenient transport option they could trust while empowering drivers with tools to improve their productivity and income. As we look back over the last eight and a half years, we realized that our business has evolved tremendously. We've expanded all across the region and have become Southeast Asia's leading super app. Our mission is supported by our four H principles, heart, hunger, honor, and humility. These are the qualities we care about most as grabbers. They guide our very decision-making and they give us a sense of what's important, what's right, as we work to outserve Southeast Asia. We invite you to view the Grab Way and a corporate video about Grab, which are available at our Investors Relations website, where we discuss the four H's and why these principles build the foundation of our mission. Our journey started in 2012 with the launch of our taxi hailing services. Today, with our diverse mobility service offerings, we are consumers' number one choice for ride hailing in each of our markets. A major milestone for us was when we acquired Uber Southeast Asia operations in March 2018. This acquisition proved our ability to outcompete a well-funded, sophisticated global player. The acquisition also laid the foundation for our deliveries business region. We were totally new to the game and up against competitors who were entrenched in the business. But thanks to the strength of the Grab ecosystem, 
We were able to expand across all our eight operating countries in just two years and became the number one most loved food delivery player in Southeast Asia today. We launched our financial services business starting with payments in 2017. Then in 2019, we expanded our offerings to include lending, insurance, and wealth solutions. Now looking into the future, I'm excited about our many new growth opportunities. We want to leverage our strong consumer-facing business to offer enterprise solutions to our merchants and business partners. We were recently selected for the award of the first digital banking license in Singapore. This will be the first digital banking license to be awarded by any regulators in Southeast Asia. This marks the dawn of a very exciting digital banking future across Southeast Asia. The key to a super app is the relevance of our services to our consumers' everyday lives. From the time the consumer wakes up and orders breakfast, commutes to and from the workplace, all the way to the evening when the consumer pays bills or shops online. We focus on these everyday transactions like transportation, eating, shopping, and digital payments. It's this laser focus on daily habits that allows us to capture as many different touch points for wallet spend as possible. What makes us unique is that all of this is on one single platform, while most other companies bifurcate their services across multiple apps. In addition, our transactions are high frequency in nature, which helps create habituation and trust. Today, we've scaled beyond transportation into a whole array of everyday consumer services, including deliveries and financial services. We've stitched all this into a seamless user experience for the consumer in one single super app that we localize for each market of our eight markets in Southeast Asia. We're constantly localizing the consumer experience for every country because the specific services that drive the flywheel are different country by country. For instance, in Indonesia, prepaid mobile top-ups called Pulsa are very popular. So that's one of the services you'll see on the front screen in that country. In Thailand and Cambodia, we offer three-wheel tuk-tuk services because they are popular local mode of transportation. And we'd like to show you a quick video that shows our product in action. The Grab ecosystem is a single, seamless platform brought to life with three super apps. One for consumers, one for drivers, and one for merchants. Together, these super apps provide hyper-local services for the people of Southeast Asia every day. Anytime a consumer has an essential need, all they need to do is tap on the familiar green and white logo to get started. Whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, or tea time, the consumer has thousands of merchants, big and small, to choose from with GrabFood. While browsing, they may come across personalized promotional ads placed by our merchants using GrabAds. Browsing for their meal of choice is easy, with categories and mouth-watering food images. Once the consumer decides on their meal, checkout is easy, with a variety of payment options on the GrabPay wallet. With each transaction, the consumer earns points on Grab Rewards, a loyalty program which gives them a reason to keep using Grab. 
the consumer can track the status and location of the driver in real time. For every tip they leave, it further adds to the driver's earnings. Consumers can also leave reviews for the restaurant, which allows us to continuously improve their experience every day. When needed, the consumer can easily buy daily essentials on Grandmart, which offers everything from groceries, flowers, stationery, to cleaning supplies. It's easy to find what they need when they need it. When it's time to head to work or anywhere else, GrabRides is top of mind. Based on the consumer's selected mode, the app assigns the nearest verified driver to the booking. From pickup to drop-off, the consumer can relax with our suite of safety features in place. The consumer is assured when their transactions go through the Grab payment infrastructure that's fast and secure. In our ecosystem, cashless payments are a daily reality. Beyond daily essentials, the Grab platform provides access to financial products like wealth management, insurance, and lending, creating greater financial inclusion for the everyday consumer. With our multiple services, recommended products, and experiences personalized according to a consumer's behavior and preferences, the Consumer App becomes everyone's unique, everyday, everything app. Now, let's take a look at the Driver Super App. A driver on the Grab platform is equipped with our best-in-class navigation systems and highly detailed maps to take on the complicated cities of Southeast Asia. At the same time, their every drive feeds valuable data to our intelligence, allowing us to continuously enhance the overall user experience, including improving personalization and fine-tuning our safety features. A driver can choose when to work, where to work, and what they prefer to transport, people, food, parcels, groceries, or all of the above. Over time, job recommendations are personalized based on the driver's usual locations, preferences, and behaviors. As each job gets completed, earnings are made clear and easy to access. Ultimately, the driver app is designed to empower everyday entrepreneurs to take control of their day. And now, let's take a look at the Merchant Super app. Across Southeast Asia today, Grab merchants count on our integrated platform to receive orders, process payments, and manage their business. Because of our large base of consumers, a Grab merchant is able to target and reach more customers using our advertising products. Tools are personalized according to their needs, helping the merchant grow their business in their own unique ways. They also get access to our large fleet of drivers, which not only reduces overhead costs, but also ensures their goods are delivered reliably and on time, resulting in a satisfying experience for consumers. As the consumer, driver, and merchant each complete and start a new transaction, we see a win-win-win exchange that creates value for everyone. It's what we call a virtuous cycle of growth. With a thriving ecosystem, Grab will drive Southeast Asia forward by creating economic empowerment for everyone. We're the leading super app in Southeast Asia and a regional leader in our three core segments, deliveries, mobility, and financial services. We've expanded across the region and are in approximately 428 cities in eight countries with 25 million monthly transacting users. 
This is all enabled by our driver network of more than 5 million drivers, which is more than two and a half times the size of our next closest competitor and more than 2 million merchants on our platform. In spite of the huge challenges caused by the COVID-19 pandemic, our business has now surpassed pre-COVID levels. Overall, we're extremely blessed to have a resilient and diversified business. And in spite of the toll of this pandemic and the fall in demand of our mobility business throughout 2020, we achieved a GMV of 12.5 billion and adjusted net revenues of 1.6 billion, which more than tripled over a two-year period compared to 2018. Peter and Meng will be providing more color and texture into our growth and performance in the upcoming sections. We're only just getting started with more than 70 million SMEs in Southeast Asia and countless more unrecorded. There's still tremendous room for growth. My aspiration is that one day, Grab will play a role in empowering and uplifting even more everyday entrepreneurs across Southeast Asia. In the immediate term, this means we'll be focused on building the largest, lowest cost delivery and distribution network for anything you as a consumer might want, whether it's services or products. Two, reinventing mobile payments and financial services. This will help further accelerate the growth of the digital economy, especially in this region that is significantly underbanked and underserved. This infrastructure will help enable us to expand the new products and services to enhance the super app experience. I'm really excited about the road ahead of us. Now I'll hand over to Meng to share more about the options ahead. Thanks, Anthony. I'll walk through a few key highlights, including some context on the large and underpenetrated market that we operate in and our strategy behind how we created the largest super app ecosystem in the region and achieved category leadership, all based on a hyper-local first approach empowered by machine learning. Now, first of all, we're still at the very early stages of adoption. Southeast Asia is China five years ago. In food delivery, tremendous penetration headroom yet to go. Obviously, COVID accelerated adoption across the board, but what's so critical to understand is even when cities open back up, as they have in Singapore for well over a quarter now, we're seeing deliveries continue to stick and continue to grow. In mobility, we're just scratching the surface. We have a lot of very dense cities where public transportation has limited reach and where car ownership is largely unaffordable. And lastly, in financial services, roughly six in every 10 consumers are either unbanked or underbanked. And the vast majority of commerce continues to be done through cash. So we have this very unique opportunity in time to bypass traditional banking altogether. In deliveries, we are the largest provider at scale, over 5.5 billion GMV. Our growth has exceeded 200% per annum in a market that we expect to reach $21 billion by 2025. And importantly, 
we're already segment EBITDA break-even in five of our six core markets today. In mobility, this is a segment where we've made great strides in improving our financial performance. We generate segment EBITDA margins of 11% of GMV or 55% of revenues as of last quarter. And there are real long-term structural reasons behind our margin profile. And importantly, we were segment EBITDA profitable throughout all of COVID. In financial services, we've scaled this business off the billions of transactions in our ecosystem. And we've now hit that very important inflection point in the S-curve where 40% of GrabPay is now transacting outside of our platform. And we'll continue to push that figure higher and higher every year. Two key points to highlight on this page. First, we are the number one category leader in all of our key segments, and that includes food deliveries, ride-hailing, and financial services in terms of digital wallet payments. We achieved leadership in online food deliveries and digital wallet payments after just three years of operations, and that's a direct result of our super app strategy. Second, we are a regional business. No single country contributes more than 35% of our adjusted net revenues. And this is important because a regional strategy diversifies our market risk and creates resiliency. For example, some of our larger markets like Indonesia have been severely impacted by COVID. But despite that, and because of the recovery that we're seeing in other markets, our total revenues as of the end of last year has exceeded our total pre-COVID revenues. And all of this was made possible by our diversified business. Our super app strategy is all based on creating a flywheel by adding more daily services over time to grow consumer spend and engagement on our platform. And as consumer spend grows, the income opportunities for our merchants and driver partners also grow. And that pulls in even more merchants and drivers onto our platform. This then creates wider selection, better value, faster delivery times, and improves consumer experience and consumer loyalty. And behind every transaction is our financial services segment, which offers a specifically customized product through every step of this virtuous cycle to encourage greater spend and higher earnings. Now, turning to metrics. There are clear benefits to lifetime value when we drive engagement on our super app. And our super app strategy allows us to capture some very powerful GMB cohort dynamics. Just two points on this page. First, going from left to right, our cohorts are consistently spending more on Grab each and every year. And that's true even during COVID, which are the years boxed in green. Second, New cohorts are consistently ramping up their spend on Grab at a faster rate than older cohorts, meaning the flywheel is spinning faster every year as we build out new services for our consumers. With that, I'll hand it over to Peter. Thanks, Ming. I will take you through our financial highlights, including our projections. I will also profile our three key business segments and their summary financials. Let's kick off looking at our consolidated financial profile and start with GMV and adjusted net revenue. Despite COVID, we ended 2020 with roughly flat GMV. Our deliveries and financial services segments 
cushion the impact on our mobility segment. Looking ahead, we are projecting our GMV to grow by a CAGR of 40% from 2020 to 2023. Now, where is this growth coming from? Mobility plays a key part of this growth, and we expect mobility to recover by the second half of 2022. A great example of our mobility rebound from COVID is Singapore, where our adjusted net revenue in the first several months of 2021 has already exceeded pre-COVID level highs on a comparable basis. This demonstrates we are able to resume our growth trajectory as our markets adapt to a new normal. And we'll discuss this in more detail in the mobility section. For deliveries, and financial services businesses, we are sustaining the momentum we are seeing and experiencing. If we look at the right chart, despite GMB being flat in 2019 to 2020, we actually grew adjusted net revenue by 60% for the same period. And that's driven by an increase in our take rate from 8% to 13%. Looking ahead, we're expecting continued rapid growth for adjusted net revenues at a 42% CAGR from 2020 to 2023. We've taken a conservative approach and assumed in our projections that adjusted net revenue remains flat as a percentage of GMV. Let's now look at profitability. Our contribution margins improved greatly from 2019 and were positive in 2020 at 7% of adjusted net revenue. We do expect our contribution margin to continue to grow over the next several years. On the right chart is our consolidated EBITDA profile. In mobility, we have been segment EBITDA positive since the fourth quarter of 2019. In deliveries, we are already segment EBITDA positive in five out of our six core markets. As we continue to scale with positive contribution margins, we expect to reach EBITDA break-even in the latter part of 2022 and achieve positive EBITDA for 2023. Here's what's driving the long-term profitability profile. First, optimization of our sales and marketing spend driven by our ability to sustain growth user engagement. Second, optimization of our fixed and headcount cost base with increase in our scale across services. And third, optimization of our cloud and other technology costs as we innovate on our technology architecture. I also wanted to highlight that our business is CapEx light with a negative net working capital profile. This translates to a very strong free cash flow generative profile, which ramps up as our EBITDA grows. I'll now cover the financial highlights of our three key segments. First, let me touch on deliveries, which today makes up the majority of our revenues. While our deliveries business is relatively young, it has grown at a 203% CAGR from 2018 to 2020. This underscores the quality of relevance of our delivery solution in our markets and the acceleration of consumer adoption due to COVID. 
In terms of growth, we expect to grow at a 39% CAGR over the next three years. This is driven by sustained growth in food delivery, also the ramp up in our groceries delivery business, as well as growth in our parcel delivery business, which has benefited from the strong growth of e-commerce in Southeast Asia. As we demonstrate our ability to help merchants expand their businesses, we have also been able to expand our take rate. Adjusted net revenue is a percentage of GMV more than doubled from 6% in 2018 to 15% in 2020. We are taking a conservative approach by forecasting take rates to remain stable over the next three years. We have delivered strong improvement in our segment EBITDA. And as I had mentioned earlier, we are already segment EBITDA positive in five out of our six core markets in deliveries. We expect to break even on a segment EBITDA basis in 2022 and subsequently scale our margins to 15% of adjusted net revenues by 2023. Turning to mobility next on slide 21. Our mobility segment experienced strong growth in 2019, but declined in 2020 due to COVID. However, we see encouraging signs of recovery with several of our markets already approaching pre-COVID levels of activity. Our diversified presence provides our business strong resilience, which is helping us to successfully navigate through peaks and valleys in COVID. We expect our mobility segment to recover by the second half of 2022. Recent developments on the COVID vaccine and our commitment to the successful rollout across Southeast Asia provides us confidence in the recovery trajectory. As mentioned, Singapore is a great example where we are seeing strong demand in mobility as we recover from COVID. We have begun our road to recovery from the pandemic despite certain segments of the mobility business that are still largely missing due to travel restrictions, such as airport rides and tourism-driven rides. This demonstrates we are able to resume our growth trajectory as our markets adapt to a new normal. Our adjusted net revenue as a percentage of GMV continued to increase in 2020, despite the impact of COVID. We expect it to remain steady at around 20% between now and 2023. In terms of profitability, mobility became segment EBITDA positive in the fourth quarter of 2019. We delivered strong financial performance in 2020, despite COVID we are projecting to continue scaling profitability on a segment EBITDA basis for mobility to a steady state of about 13% of GMV. Let me now transition to our financial services segment. This slide is a busy slide because getting to where we are today has taken a massive amount of effort, building our financial services architecture, infrastructure, and suite of licenses. We've also been working constantly with regulators to build trust. Today, we have access to payment licenses in our core markets, 
insurance licenses in six countries, and lending licenses in five countries. We've also been selected for the award of a digital bank license in Singapore. This is a unique portfolio of licenses that we've worked hard at obtaining over the last few years. Putting Grab in a great position as we build out our financial services in the near term. As of today, we have launched a range of solutions under the four major services, payments and rewards, lending, insurance, and wealth management. Looking at the numbers on the right, we delivered payments TPV of $8.9 billion in 2020, representing 102% CAGR from 2018. Of this amount, $4 billion, or approximately 40% of TPV, was from off-grab services. Now, going forward, we're projecting TPV growth of 29% CAGR through 2023. We expect off-grab TPV to grow to be about roughly 60% of TPV by 2023, as we accelerate the growth of our off-grab payments network. We project our adjusted net revenues to grow at a 23% CAGR over the next three years. The majority of our adjusted net revenue comes from payments today. However, as we expand our range of financial services, we expect the proportion represented by non-payment services to grow to 46% in 2023. Overall, we're very bullish on our financial services segment and believe that there is substantial headroom for growth not yet fully reflected in this projection. For instance, if we're able to build and ramp up our digital bank in Singapore, which will take time, it will help us to drive a further upward inflection in our long-term trajectory. I will conclude with a quick recap of our key investment highlights. First, we are the category leader in a highly underpenetrated market with massive headroom for growth. Second, we have created a tightly integrated set of assets, our technology infrastructure, our large ecosystem of use cases, and our broad network of consumers, drivers, and merchant partners. Third, with these and our hyper-local approach, we have created a set of offerings that are important to the daily lives of millions of people across Southeast Asia. And fourth, all of these allow us to deliver higher growth and better margins. We are at an inflection point today and we're just getting started. We have proven that we are able to build a resilient, sustainable and high growth business. And going back to what Anthony said, we can deliver a double bottom line profits, and social impact at the same time. I'm confident that the team will continue to execute with a laser focus on our mission to drive Southeast Asia forward by creating economic empowerment for everyone. Thank you for taking the time to join our presentation today, especially to our supportive shareholders who have been on this journey with us since the beginning and those who have we recently welcomed through this transaction, and to anyone joining in to learn more about this incredible company we continue to build. 
We thank our participants for giving us this opportunity to share our story with you. And I hope that you will join us on our journey to create a better future for Southeast Asia.